guys, it's Billy, and what the fuck is up? Welcome back to No Bleeps. This is a very special episode because I had no idea I would ever be doing something like this, and I'm so excited to be doing something like this for you guys. But basically, I'm going to be reviewing Rare Beauty, and I'm so pumped. Like, I love any excuse to try out new makeup, and I know that. I don't know, like I'm a drama channel, commentary tea channel, but a lot of people that I talk about are beauty gurus. And I know that a lot of other channels that make tea videos or commentary or drama videos that are also focused on the beauty community also really like makeup themselves. So, I mean, I hardly ever branch out and do like crazy looks. Like I'm definitely not trying to be James Charles out here, but I am super interested in makeup and obviously like I use it almost on a daily basis, but now that we're in quarantine, that's like kind of a different story. But I definitely was interested in wanting to try out this line. And I mean, why not? I feel like there's been a lot of talk about this because there's been so many celebrity and influencer makeup brands recently that there's been a lot of drama surrounding it. I mean, we had the entire like James Charles and Manny MUA being really upset when they heard about Alicia Keys possibly coming out with the line and then Lauren Conrad. So I was like, you know, I might as well just give this one a shot. And Everyone has been reviewing it, so I was like, I need to see what the hype is about and give you guys, like, the actual tea on whether or not this is good because I feel like I'm kind of picky when it comes to makeup. I mean, I can tell you guys my makeup routine. It's super simple. I literally use the It Cosmetics CC Cream and I use some mascara. My favorite one right now is the Hourglass Unlocked Instant Extensions Mascara. I love the Tarte Eyelash Curler. I swear by it. I don't think anything else does your lashes like it does that. And sometimes if I'm feeling a little crazy, I'll put my freaking hot iron over like very close to my eye to like warm it up. It sounds dangerous and I don't advise, but it works for me. It curls those lashes. I've also heard people do like blow dryer to their eye. Please don't do it because I told you that it worked for me because that sounds super dangerous. I don't want any of you guys to burn yourselves, but that's kind of like the only thing that I use besides brow pencils. I'm so lame when it comes to every day, but if I need to do full glam, I'm going to do full glam. And I know this may be controversial, but my favorite eyeshadow palette at the moment that I'm going to reach for is the Tati Westbrook eyeshadow palette, the one that she came out with. It's honestly really bomb. I mean, those glitters, I just have a thing for glitters, so that's why I like it. But you guys, I'm so excited. I ordered this the day that Selena Gomez's line for Rare Beauty launched. And I mean, I'm just, I'm so excited. I first ordered a foundation and concealer and a little sponge and then I went back to order some more stuff because I was like I want to do a review for you guys and I thought that they were lipsticks at first but they're actually lip balms that she's selling and I was like okay wait I need that because I love a good lip balm so I have the boxes here in front of me there's two different boxes the packages that I have are exactly the ones that you guys will get if you order them online because I paid for them myself and there's actually an option online where if you order them, you can ask for it to be like limited packaging because there's like tissue paper in here. Each of the products, like they come in an individual bag and you can request to not have those baggies and extra little things, which is really nice for the environment because packaging is so excessive these days and we definitely don't need to have all of that jazz sometimes. 
but all of the shipping materials are 100% recyclable. And the box is really cute. When you open it up, it says you are rare. This is makeup made to feel good in without hiding what makes you unique. So basically like the whole theme of it is that, you know, it's not going to be super full coverage. It is basically just to, I don't know, like make you feel better or I don't know, make you feel good. It definitely doesn't like cover up all your blemishes, but it does make you feel just like a little bit more put together, I guess. But some things that I found about this makeup line is that there are some fun facts that come with this makeup line. So basically the packaging of the products, like the foundation, for example, they have a little ball on the top of it for people that struggle with arthritis or lupus like Selena Gomez. And it basically makes it easier for them to open up these items. And I think that Selena did a really good job of kind of making this line very inclusive. I mean, just down to the shade range, there were so many shades to choose from with a foundation. And that's what really excited me about this brand, that they were really trying and it wasn't like something that was thrown together. It wasn't like one of those celebrity looking cash grabs, that's for sure. It seemed like she put a lot of thought into this line and the fact that she wanted to make sure that people that struggle with opening things had like an easier way of opening them i really like that and apparently there's like a reason why the brow pencil which i did get is thicker than what most people expect a pencil to be and the eyeliner tip as well it's basically to help people with motor difficulties and those who struggle with precision and one of the special parts about the brand is that they have a goal to donate $100 million for mental illness foundations. So that's where the profit for all of this is going. And it is a vegan, cruelty-free, and like I said earlier, the packaging is eco-friendly. So those are some really key things to point out before we like even get into the products, but I really like the message here. So I'm gonna open up one of the boxes, you guys. I did get the tissue cause I wanted to get the full experience and tell you guys about it. So it comes in this really, really cute bag. I really like it because it'll be really good for travel and certainly can be reused, which is amazing. That's super important for me. So in this first package that I got, oh my gosh, I got a lot of stuff. I've got the Illuminating Primer. I think this is the sample. It's a really big sample. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I got a lip balm. One is Honor. The other one is Thankful. And then I got the Liquid Luminizer in Enlighten. You guys, I got so much stuff. And in the other box, I got the Multitasking Sponge. I got the eyebrow pencil in deep brown you guys it was kind of hard to choose the colors for foundation and for the eyebrow pencil because i had no idea whether i was like the lighter brown or the darker brown i know that these products i believe are in sephora so it's so much easier to like go into the store i mean not right now because you know coronavirus and everything but it's definitely so much easier to go into the store and see which color matches you but having to do it online was not the easiest thing but that's not their fault at all I got the Liquid Touch Corrector. I think this is the concealer. I think I got it in the same color that I got the foundation. And then I also got the illuminating primer. So I'm going to set up all this stuff and I'm going to talk to you guys. So you guys, keeping up with the Kardashians, canceled. What the heck is that about? Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, I know the Kardashians are super controversial. Oh my gosh, this packaging is so cute. Oh my God. The little ball on the top. It's so adorable. And like the bottle is like matte. Okay. 
this is cute it looks so expensive um the price range you guys i believe is between like 11 to 29 dollars i feel like i'm totally missing the mark on that but i know that that's sort of the range that it's in which i wasn't too upset about there's a ton of products out there that are like so expensive so we'll see how these hold up this primer is so pretty and so cute i think these all have like a little pinky toned cap on them i love it you guys okay but back to my train of thought about keeping up with the kardashians what the fuck i mean i know courtney was leaving the show because she was uninterested okay but she didn't need to take the whole freaking family with her and i know that a lot of people have their thoughts about the kardashians and they don't like them i mean i'm not like their biggest fan but the show was so entertaining and it gave me something to watch or look forward to watching when there was like nothing else on tv and it gave something with me to talk about with my mom because we both would watch it and talk about it with each other and like gossip about it i mean do you guys think it was like a good decision for them to end it i feel like the show kept them really relevant and them kind of leaving show and being on tv would kind of make them a little irrelevant i don't know like i feel like the show is what makes people talk about them so much and talk about their personal lives and all this stuff but now if they're not going to be on tv i don't know how it's going to be i know chris jenner wouldn't steer them in a wrong direction because chris is always trying to chase the money but i don't know you guys it's crazy i think that chloe definitely wants to be with tristan in secret without people coming at her and hating on her I think Kim is trying to keep her life very much to herself because, well, things aren't looking the best right now. Everyone's kind of growing up and moving on, and I wonder if them being relevant and at the top of their game is going to kind of dwindle because they're not doing the show anymore. I don't know, you guys. Let me know what you guys think. I heard it was kind of because of negotiations with money, like they wanted more money to renew the show, but the views were going down, so I don't know if that's the reason why they decided not to do it, but anyways, you guys, I've got everything opened up here. So I've got everything in front of me, and I'm stoked. I'm so excited, so I'm going to go in with the illuminating primer i'm gonna open this up it's got a little pump so i'm just gonna pump it on it looks shiny i'm kind of scared so you guys i'm filming in front of this mirror and i have the microphone like hooked up next onto this like dry shampoo bottle sitting on an alarm because it's usually like me holding it but it's a very small mic <laughs> the setup right now it's a little interesting but anyways okay i just put this primer on my face and it felt all right i mean i honestly to be honest i don't really use primer which is a very bad thing but it feels all right it feels kind of like a like a light lotion like a light face cream that i just put on it doesn't seem too shiny at all so that's a good thing so i'm gonna try the foundation right now and hopefully i matched it right I think I kind of maybe did a good job. The foundation color that I'm using is 170W. Not that you guys even know what my skin color looks like, but maybe now you can envision it because <laughs> I just told you the shade color, even though it looks a little light, but I think it'll kind of work. I like that the foundation has this little brush on the end of it. And I'm going to use the sponge that they have on the website, like their own version of a beauty blender that kind of looks like a diamond. I think this foundation is a little light. Oh, you guys, I think a little goes a long way here. I think I may have effed it up. <laughs> oh God. Oh no. It's very oily and light. Actually, you know what? It just needs a little love. It just needs to be blended a little bit. 
Okay, we're getting somewhere. But while I blend this, you guys, I know I usually talk about a topic in my podcast, but I'm kind of just experimenting right now. I'm just trying to get a feel for what you guys like. I know you guys like the topics, but I kind of wanted to let you guys know that I'm just trying to feel things out. As things go on, I really am liking this podcast, the fact that I can say literally whatever the fuck I want with you guys. It makes me feel closer to you guys, even though you don't know who I am or my identity, but you know, it's just little old me making these podcasts for you guys because I just want to be more connected. And I'm still going to do my segment, my Q&A segment at the end of every single podcast. And I do have a couple topics to cover after I do this entire review or as I do this review that happened this week. But, you know, not every week there's something that's super crazy and inappropriate that kind of goes on that I can't really discuss on my YouTube channel. So I want to be able to kind of come on and talk to you guys about things like I have an episode about am I Morgan Adams because I know you guys are dying for me to confirm or deny and just like deeper questions talk to you guys about relationship stuff because I do have a boyfriend I have talked about that in my last podcast and just kind of get deep with you guys okay you know what you guys (laughs) I love this foundation I think I picked the perfect color for me and this sponge actually really blended it in really well. So what I'll say is it's definitely not full coverage. I think you could definitely build it up. At first I thought it was going to be a little too oily, but right now it's like set into my skin so nice. I think the top of my forehead is like a little dry right now just with the weather and everything. So that's why it kind of looks a little weird. At least I hope that's me and not a product thing. But other than that, I actually really like this and I could definitely see myself using it. It's so lightweight. So go Selena so far. I'm into that. And what is this? This is the concealer. I'm going to go in with the concealer. Like I said, I got it in the same shade that I got the foundation in. So I know that this is going to work out. Thank the lord but while i blend this in you guys i have a story about my toe (laughs) i tweeted this out and people were like honestly horrified so i'm sorry if you guys have a thing for toes or like toenails like this is definitely not the story for you but a couple months ago during the entire black lives matter protest okay my boyfriend and i went to the protest and we walked for a very long time like longer than i've ever walked in my entire life And I wore my Nike Air Force Ones, so maybe I should sue. But I thought they were gonna be an okay shoe. I thought they were gonna be cute. I wore them to Disney before, so I was like, okay, like I'm fine. I'm gonna be all right. My toes, like they hurt so bad. They hurt so bad afterwards, you guys. I like could not even put pressure on them or like touch them the next couple of days. And I had felt this way before because I had gone to a festival where I wore shoes that were way too small for my feet and then my two toenails bruised, but I had never felt this kind of pain before. I just was like, either I broke my foot or like my toe, I like bruised my toe or I don't know, I was panicking. So every single day I like taped down my toe because I was afraid that the toenail was going to come off. And you guys were in September, the Black Lives Matter protests were so long ago and like my toenail is coming off now. And I'm absolutely horrified because when I was little, I watched this, I wanted to be a doctor and the amount of school for that no 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 i cannot but i wanted to be a doctor and i was watching like those tlc shows where they like do surgery and stuff and someone like lost their toe and like they had to put it back on and i was absolutely horrified and ever since i had like a phobia of toes or like people touching my feet so the fact that my toenail is coming off you guys 
like all I did was I went in the pool the other day. I came out. I was looking at my toe. I thought there was something under the nail. I was like, went to go pick at it. Okay. This is so disgusting. I'm so sorry, you guys. And then it just kind of came a little loose and I freaked out and I taped it up with bandages and I don't want to remove the bandages. So I'm just in denial at this point. I ordered off-white slides because I panicked and I was like, I'm not going to be able to wear close-toed shoes. I'm not going to be able to wear cute sandals. So I'm going to have to wear socks with sandals. And if I'm going to have to wear socks with sandals, I might as well treat myself or something because it takes like um like six months to a year for freaking toenail to come back you guys i'm freaking out so basically you guys i blended my concealer i hope you guys don't hate me for going in and out of topics but i feel like you guys are kind of i don't know joining me in along on this experience this review right now but basically i'm going to go in with this highlighter i think this is a highlighter that I have. I don't know, I'm like not doing things in a James Charles type of order. So the highlighter that I got is called Enlighten or it's the liquid luminizer. Everything is liquid based, which I actually really like. I think it makes it a whole lot easier to blend stuff in. And for this one, I'm still gonna use the beauty blender actually. I didn't even wet this you guys and I actually really like it. It's really cute. I feel like this look is super natural and I'm really enjoying this. This is really fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll be a beauty guru, you guys. Just kidding. I know that requires me to be on camera and stuff. And who knows? Maybe one day you guys will see what I look like. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Honestly, I don't know if it's the lighting, but I really can't tell what I just put on my face. Um... But I really like the color of this. I think that everything here is buildable. Honestly, it's just very natural. I'm going to try the eyebrow pencil right now. It looks extremely dark. Oh my god, so dark. It's too dark for my eyebrows. I think if I blend it in, it'll be okay. But you guys, this pencil is a little... It's a little dark for me. I'm just gonna have to blend it. I got the deep brown color and it's kind of black honestly it's it looks good when i'm blending it in you guys are probably so mad you can't actually see what i'm doing but it's probably for the best because i'm super unprofessional okay well that doesn't look too horrible oh my god what is this <gasps> wait oh my god you guys i just realized that it comes with like a brow gel Oh my god, one side is a brow pencil and the other one is a, is a freaking gel. This is... Oh my god, this is amazing. <gasps> go Selena. Seriously, go Selena. That was amazing. Maybe I wish it was a little lighter in color, but that's a me problem, not a her problem. So, anyways, I got two different lip balms. I got the one that is clear. Ooh, that is greasy. Which is called Honor. And then I got another one that's like a color. This one is called Thankful. This one is kind of like my natural lip color a little bit. And it's super easy to open these guys. You guys, I think I'm freaking done. I think I just did my makeup. Honestly, I really liked the foundation. The foundation was bomb. The illuminating primer, I could probably live without. I could probably live without the highlighter too, but I think if I build it up, it would probably be like a lot better. But honestly, you guys, 
I'm for sure gonna use these products. They're not gonna go to waste for certain. Overall, I'm super impressed with this. This is so fun. <laughs> I wanna do more reviews like this, but you guys probably hate me. I don't know, why am I so insecure about doing this review for you guys? Overall, my consensus about Rare Beauty is that I really am so down for this foundation. I think that it's just like my skin that's a little dry at the top and it's kind of not really getting covered up by this, but that's okay. I can just exfoliate tonight and I'm sure it'll look great tomorrow when I do my makeup. If I do my makeup, because like I said, we're not really doing anything in quarantine, but I really like the line. I love the packaging. Everything is so cute and adorable. I just would love to have this out in my bathroom. I don't know. It's so cute compared to the it cosmetics that I use all the time. But yeah, I would definitely check this out if you guys were interested or curious. And these lip balms, they're really cute. They don't really feel that hydrating to me, but I like the colors. They're really pretty and not sticky. And this like little free sample that I got of the primer is actually really big for a sample like Sephora could never, even though they do sell this in Sephora. <laughs> Anyways, that's pretty much what I have to say about Rare Beauty. And now you guys, we're going to move on to the Q&A portion of the podcast. So someone asked me, have any influencers tried to bribe you not to talk about them? And this is definitely something that I have heard happen to a lot of other people that run channels. But honestly, that has truly not been the case, really. I've definitely had people try and say, like, if you talk about me, then I'm going to have to send a cease and desist. Then I'm like, okay, like, I'm not going to talk about you. And that person, like, wasn't even relevant. So I was like, I'm not even going to talk about you. Like, don't worry. But no one has tried to bribe me, not with any type of money or anything like that, to not make a video about them. And there's another question that kind of ties into this that someone said are you really good friends with any influencers and therefore feel obligated not to spill tea about them so i have talked to a few youtubers before some of them follow me on twitter or they watch my channel and have messaged me about it which i feel like one day i'll spill the tea on this like i'll do a whole episode on people that i've met or people that i've talked to before and i know you guys are gonna freak out about that one but I definitely don't feel obligated to like hide tea or anything most of the time when I'm talking about tea with you guys it's stuff that's made public and if I don't talk about it I'll feel weird like why am I not being honest with my audience or anything like that so you know I have talked to James Charles before but that's not going to stop me from making a video about James and that sort of thing I mean I was talking to Jeffree Star at one point in time and that clearly didn't stop me from making videos about him and Shane as well and I have talked in the DMs so that definitely hasn't stopped me from talking about him during his entire scandal I mean Jeffree freaking blocked me because of the videos that I made about him so I think that definitely clears up some of the stuff about whether or not I'm honest in my videos which you know there's nothing that anyone could say to me that I would be like I'm not gonna make a video talking about you or anything like that I mean I just feel like I have to be real otherwise the people watching like you guys are just gonna think that I'm some sort of phony and I'm really not trying to be bribed or be on the payroll like I don't even know anyone that's on the fucking payroll I mean I know that people kind of got that joke like there was like a running joke like oh I'm on the payroll I'm on the payroll and Ashley Kyle made a video about being on the Jeffree Star payroll but 
I think the way that she titled the video kind of made it seem like Jeffrey had paid her money to talk about him or talk about James Charles, but that really wasn't the case. It was just he was giving her inside information, which led her to being one of the first people to break a story about Dramageddon last year. And if you're the first person to get a video out, if you're the first person to get tea out, you're going to get the most views, most cases. And so as a result of that, her AdSense that was paid from Google and YouTube was a lot higher that month. So, you know, it wasn't like Jeffree Star paid her out of his own pockets to talk about that stuff. You know, he just kind of helped her out and therefore she got paid a lot of money in ad revenue that month. But... I don't think I know a single person that's actually on a payroll with a YouTuber. It just doesn't exist in my mind. I really I really don't think that's like an actual thing that genuinely happens. But who knows, maybe I'm just oblivious to stuff that's going on. Someone said, how is it to be a tea channel? What does it do to your mental health? And is it stressful sometimes? Um, Sometimes it is stressful just because I am always following this stuff and I want to make sure that everything is accurate and everything that I'm telling you guys is 100% like what's going on. I don't miss any details Um, in terms of like stress, I guess. Last year, if I did a video on Jeffrey or if I did a video on Shane, I would get a lot of hate comments because they have such strong stands. But now it's kind of the tables are turned a little bit with everything that has happened. But it is stressful to kind of get stands coming at you and trying to tell you that you're wrong or you're a liar or whatever you're trying to do for clout. But I don't know. It just you kind of just keep going. And sometimes like I really just look at comments during like the first moments that I post and try to respond to as many people that I can that are like have their notifications turned on or they're like first like some people think that stuff is so annoying but I love it like the best people are like the first people that watch the video I guess like I know that they're gonna be kind to me and then kind of later on in the day I'll go back and check the video to see what you know more people are saying because then it's kind of a little bit more honest the responses and it gets a little stressful when people don't see things the way that you're reporting them or someone doesn't think that what you're reporting is important and you don't want to look dumb I guess it gets stressful then and if someone isn't responding to a video the way that you thought that they were going to respond then it kind of stresses you out or like can ruin your whole day if something that you said got taken out of context but I don't know I just try and think like it'll blow over in a day or two and then we'll move on to the next one or by the next upload everything will be okay that's kind of just like the mentality you can't really get stuck in it otherwise it can eat you up I definitely know a lot of people that get really affected by comments and me too obviously but you got to keep moving and just know that what people are thinking is not going to last forever and you can't really talk to everyone. I try and respond to as many people and say, hey, sorry you thought about it that way. Like, this was my train of thought. So sometimes it is stressful, but someone else said, as a T-channel, how many false copyright claims have been made to try to silence you? How do you handle the backlash from the public and stand culture? What has been your biggest lesson since starting your YouTube? So I kind of answered the second one in my last question, which is just kind of like, I just try and move move on and I mean it does ruin my whole day when Sam's come at me and try to say that what I'm saying is wrong or whatever but I just try to defend myself and then move on think that the next day is going to be better and not that many people are going to you know attack you the next day people are really just on it for one day and that's kind of it in terms of the biggest lesson I think just to make sure that you have all your bases covered you have all your facts and if someone does try to say something to you then you can say well I saw this 
this is what I saw. Because if you just feel something, if you just think something, it's really not going to hold up when you're trying to defend yourself. So you really have to have facts and seeing a lot of other people kind of make videos based off of assumptions and things like that. You know, you really just got to learn from how other people are getting responded to as well. You just got to make sure that everything is right. The other one is how many false copyright claims have you gotten to try to silence you? Honestly, quite a few and all from Daniel Khan's mom, Trisha's team as well. This is something that was so annoying and honestly the reason why I don't make any more Daniel Khan videos because, you know, a lot of people ask me about them and I truly just feel bad for her. All the videos I ever made were directed towards her mom and how I just feel like her mom is controlling her life and it's really sad she can't, you know, she has to lie about her age and all this stuff. But I had like a lot of videos about her on my channel and at one point in time, like I got all of these copyright claims on them. So, you know, in order to kind of not have those on my channel, I just edited the video in Creator Studio to only be like one second. And for that like one second, it was like the copyright claim just got lifted and I just privated all of those videos. So that's why none of them are on my channel anymore because they all got copyright claimed and I was able to basically remove all the copyright claims by editing the video down to like a couple seconds. So that was a mess. That's why I don't do that anymore. And I think with the whole Trisha thing, the only reason why she did that was because she hired like the same company that Daniel Khan's mom did. It's called like Collab DRM where you pay them and they can kind of finesse the system and go around the actual YouTube guidelines and copyright claim any video that the creator wants you to, even if it's just like an Instagram video or a TikTok or a YouTube video. And I had like a clip of Trisha in a couple of videos, but I just ended up taking them out. And then, well, actually, actually, you guys, there was like some other situation where someone tried to come at me and be like, I'm going to send you a cease and desist for using my photos and my my videos. And I was like, what? Like, you're not even a YouTuber. What's going on in it? It was during the entire eight passengers scandal. If you guys know what I'm talking about, the family that a lot of people were accusing the mom and dad of like not being good parents because they sent their son away to a wilderness camp because he was pranking his brother and being mean and everyone thought it was ridiculous. Well, they sent him to a wilderness camp and they hired a photographer to film them like going to pick up their son and film him leaving. And I mean, like they didn't put credit to her on Instagram because anytime I'm on Instagram trying to screenshot photos for my videos, if there's a photographer tagged, I'm not going to use their their photos or their videos. There was like no video credit in their description. There was no photo credit on their Instagram. So I was like, I did not know that you took these photos. They didn't know they were professional. And she was like, I'm going to send you a cease and desist. Like, you know, I only allowed a Ruby to use these photos. And I was like, ma'am, I'm just going to take them out. First, I offered to blur them because I was like, I don't want it to lose context. And she was like, no, I'm like not comfortable with that. But I ended up being able to edit it out in Creator Studio and the video still made sense. But I was so annoyed, you guys. I was just like, ah, oh, like, of course, this is what happens to me. But, you know, I totally get it. Like, if you're a photographer, or you're a videographer, like, you should get your credit. But I definitely think they should have credited her in their own video or something because that was just an annoying situation that I had to deal with. And I feel like all the questions that we answered were about problematic people or like dealing with problems on YouTube. So I guess we'll leave it at that for this segment of the podcast. 
I love you guys so much. I hope that you liked this podcast. Hopefully next week we'll have a topic to talk about. I know there's a couple things going on in the TikTok world, but anyways, I try to make this one a little longer for you guys. It's kind of testing the waters out, but I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys on the next episode of No Bleeps. Bye guys. <laughs>